Hi guys, I'm Angela. And I'm Laura. So for today's episode, we're going to be reading Exeter's student guidebook for 2020-2021. And we're going to, you know, go over it and get some initial reactions because I still have not read it, so. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, if you don't go to boarding school, then you can see what boarding school is going to look like during a pandemic and, you know, what the changes are. Okay, let's get started. Okay, so the first thing says health and safety. It talks about masks. So basically, we're each going to get two cloth masks. And we are free to bring our own as well. Yes, um, they're supposed to be rinsed and washed in a bathroom sink at the end of the day and can dry in your dorm room or at home if you're Yeah, I... Like, there are some parents who are concerned about how their kids are so irresponsible that they might not even wash the masks. And I'm just like, that is so disgusting. Please wash your masks because yeah. otherwise it's so futile. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we? I guess we can also bring disposable masks, even though that's not good for the environment. Like, if they're if the parents are worried about their kids, like, not, not washing, washing it. Yeah. I guess you could bring disposable, but... Just wash the masks. It takes like 20 seconds, probably. So, yeah. And basically, you can remove your mask in your own assigned dorm room. And you can, you know, remove your mask to eat and drink and stuff. Like, you should, because you can't eat through it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you can remove your mask if you are going outside for exercise and stuff and there's no one around you. But you need to have it with you on hand. 24 7 because the moment you see another human being you must put the mask on yeah and also what they're going to do for mandating the six feet thing is they're going to make us download this contact tracing app and apparently it tracks um, your location at all times and tells you if you were within six feet of anyone who might have it and also if you are generally within six feet of anyone there is a risk of you being sent home if you are like not following the guidelines, you know. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently that's what they're gonna do. But they're gonna make us. Um, they're requiring us to complete a symptom screening and temperature check daily. And there's touch-free thermometers available in dormitories for boarding students, and in various locations for day students. And yeah, you have to report any symptoms on the screening if you have them. And I think that. This is in the dorm thing as well, but I think that they check to make sure you've done this every day. Yeah, I think at check-in, it says it later in the guidebook, at check-in, they'll make sure you do it. As for testing, isolation stuff, before we go back on campus, obviously, we all have to test negative and self-quarantine before we go on campus. And if if someone tests positive, whether it's right when they get to campus or later on the term, they will be treated um, according to state and CDC guidelines. Yes. (laughs) Okay, next. On to academics. This is the interesting part. So, oh, okay. So, first of all, it says we might have plexiglass barriers in the Harkness, around the Harkness tables, or de-densified labs. That sounds really interesting to me. To be honest, I'd prefer not um, being in person at all. Um, I just don't want to really (laughs) anything. And also, I think, yeah, I just think as long as you can learn without needing to meet in person, that's probably the best bet. 
Yeah. Um, as for attendance, um, okay, so basically four there's four. Blocks. Yeah. So each class yeah. has four scheduled blocks per week, and two or three of these will be used for synchronous learning. So you could have two or one. Um, you either have one or two classes that are asynchronous. So I, I'm guessing, you know, okay, there's no touch points like there were in spring term. We had three touch points in spring term. And if you couldn't make it to a class, each like Zoom um, was counted as a touch point, I think. And there were other things that we had to do, like completing homework or turning in something on Canvas. Um, but if some people couldn't like make it to the Zoom meeting or something like that because of time zones and time differences, then they would have like other touch points, but they have to meet at least three touch points. Um, and then have to like contact your teacher but I guess we don't have that anymore yeah but yeah, I guess they're just going to do that for, I don't think you need touch points anymore because we're getting grades and so like the yeah. grades themselves will just work itself out and also as a general rule at Exeter if you miss over 20% of your classes then you probably won't get credit for the class so um, yeah you be wary of your attendance but obviously don't go to class if you are feeling unwell just reach out to a teacher Yes. Then we have academic support. Just oh yeah, there's like you know, peer tutors, and they're they're basically giving us extra resources um, if we need help with online school or you know, just kind of need extra help with like staying on top of things. Yeah, we even you know. have an academic coach this year, which I think is something new. It's basically yeah. someone who will help you time manage your time management and um, organization and things like that um, and but they do not replace your advisor or Exeter's learning specialist who is Mr. Nidick so yeah I love him <laughs> <laughs> okay um, okay so there's a new daily schedule it's not the same thing it I was absolutely good. hate it I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I absolutely so hate it it's so strange <gasps> I think I hate it because it resembles more of a of middle school than like Exeter because really Exeter, yeah because middle school every day you just went through the same routine and things like that but at Exeter it was so fun because on OLS which is where, where we saw our schedules every day it was like something new and it brought change and it made things exciting but now that every day is nearly the same routine it's gonna get boring but that's just my opinion oh, that's right because they want to make sure like they want to like be able to track you easily yeah, and so, like, instead of having classes ranging from anywhere from 8 to 6 p.m., we have classes from, like, 8 to 3, and then after that, we have, like, a 4.5-hour block for clubs and sports and things like that, then you get dinner, and then we have, like, one final class at 8 p.m. to 8.45 p.m., and this is all in Eastern Standard Time, by the way, so if you are not oh, wait, it goes it goes from 3 to 8? It's, like, around it there. Does, like it four, does. Four and a half hours, right? Yeah. Oh, Yes. Yeah, but yeah. that's only if you're in Eastern Standard Time. If you are in a different time zone, classes can range anywhere from 7 a.m. to 11.45 p.m. Um, I really feel for those kids, but luckily Laura and I are both in EST and also going back on campus, so it yeah. shouldn't be too bad for us. Yeah, geez, that's, that's actually, that's really difficult because I guess because of the time zones now and attendance is taken, how are people going to, like, meet? Yeah, that's why they have the four-and-a-half-hour block, I think, because that block of time is 
generally when most people can't all come to a class and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Also, mm-hmm. assignments will be 55 minutes for each class opposed to anywhere from 50 to 75 last year. And we only meet four times a week, like we said earlier. But last year, mm-hmm. um, some classes would meet like three times a week. Others would meet um, four or five times, like every other week, it'll switch off. Yeah. So, so this is definitely going to be different. Like for some classes, you'll be meeting more than you would have. And some other classes, you'll be meeting less. So that's really strange. God's whole yeah. thing is so strange. But yeah, we have the same. Well, th- these are adapted homework policies, basically. You know, yeah, I don't, do like, yeah, I don't think anything changed except like before, if we had three major assignments, which are like tests or projects, we can move one of them to a later date so we can better accommodate our own schedules. But now it's only two major assignments. So I think that will help students a lot. Yeah, definitely. And there's release time. We used to have release time when we finished like major assignments. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's still release time. But the release time is before the assignment is due. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what release time is, it's basically when we don't meet in person and you basically get that class off to work on a project or work on something for that class. Yeah, really nice for just like relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah. um, Okay, so for the scheduled events, there's advising, assembly, meditation, and also anti-racist work. So advising is... I think there's two lunch periods, basically. And so advising is in either of those lunch periods, I think. Yeah, there's I don't know lunch lasts for two blocks. And so your advising, your advisory meets on Tuesdays and Fridays during one of those blocks. Yeah. Um, there's assembly. I believe assembly is also on Tuesdays and Fridays. And it's usually before or after lunch. That's what, it, that's what it looks like on the schedules that they gave us. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, there's that and anti and meditation. What about meditation? I don't know when that meditation is. Meditation is on Mondays at 2.40 to 3.25 EST. Yeah. And um, as for anti-racist work, there's t- they, they decided to, like, implement this so that, you know, we could engage in trying to all think anti-racistly. Is that, a, is that how you say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is really strange because, you know, assembly used to be in the mornings and I don't know, just having this huge schedule change is definitely going to be weird, but I think we'll get used to it. Obviously, I'm hoping that we can go back to normal as soon as possible, but if people don't continue to follow CDC guidelines, we won't be getting there anytime soon. So please just follow the guidelines so we can all get to where we want to be yes yes please all right now we're gonna go into dormitories this is really exciting because this is where most of us are going to spend most of our time okay so for dorm units um students are going to be grouped in these dorm units and basically you can only use the bathroom that your dorm unit is assigned to and you can only visit people's rooms if they are in the same dorm unit as you. Usually, more, one dorm unit shares, like, they, they have specific sinks and toilets. Um, and if, you know, more than one dorm unit shares a bathroom, then there's, they're, like, they'll, they'll divide. Yeah, and basically all common spaces, 
you just have to disinfect and clean, but you can't move furniture around and stuff because the furniture are placed in areas that allows for social distancing. So, oh, this is my new favorite change, probably. Our um, our check-in times have been pushed back for an hour because of the new class schedules. So last year we would have to check in at eight, and now this year it is eight fifty for preps. But for us lowers, it's going to be nine o'clock. That doesn't really make that much of a difference because some of us will have classes from eight to eight forty-five. But for those of us who won't have classes during then, this this is probably a really nice change. Like you can just spend more time outside if you want to. Yeah, I'll take that 15 minutes and just <laughs> Yeah, just because I can. <laughs> um, but checking yeah. for other days um, are the same. Like Friday is 10 for preps and lowers and 11 on Saturdays for preps and lowers. And upperclassmen just get 15 minutes later than us. Okay, so basically a check-in, they're going to be like walking in and um, they're going to be, they're just going to be checking if we've completed our um, daily health check. And if we've completed the cleanliness tasks, like taking out the trash and like wiping down all the surfaces in our room and um, everyone has to wear masks, obviously, and keep the doors open. And then after that, it's all good. Yeah. And the weird thing is that they're trying to create these bathroom priorities where lower classmen have like should use the showers and bathrooms at a specific time and then upperclassmen use it at a later time. I don't know if anyone will actually follow this, to be honest, because everyone just showers and finishes their work at different times. Hopefully, you know, I last year I've never had an experience where I didn't shower because all those showers were used. So I don't think it'll happen this year anyway. Um, but in my dorm, they actually had specific times when we were supposed to shower. We were supposed to shower after study mm. hours, so after ten o'clock. Um, and we would probably get reprimanded. I mean, it's probably because we were preps, and everyone else like showered whenever they wanted. So maybe instead of it being based off of seniority, it should be based off of when people like to shower. Like we, sh- they should do like a survey and get from all these people like what time is your ideal showering time. So that they can like imp- like if you like showering late at night, okay, then shower late at night. But then you'll have like a group of people so that they can have this like waves. I to be honest, people. I think that would just so be to- too much unnecessary effort because I feel like people can just shower whenever they need to. Like I usually shower after I work out or something. And I feel like for most people, they just shower at the end of the day, and whatever that is for them, they just go and shower. Like most people won't just shower. Um, like, in the middle of a homework assignment, you know? I personally like showering, like, I mean, last year I liked showering right after I got, like, in from check-in. Um, that was my ideal time, but obviously I couldn't do it, so I don't know. And the, the showers were always taken oh, really? all the time. That's also because, yeah, because there were 17 people on one floor with two showers. Mm, so. Well, we've never had that. Yeah. Well, I've never had that, but... Yeah, that's like a big dorm problem. <laughs> okay, next section is day students. Laura and I are not day students, so we didn't really no. read this part thoroughly. Actually, Laura didn't even read this in the first place, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, for day students, all I know is that you guys are going to have library curls and you're going to spend most of your time there. And you get like lockers, I think, in EPAC. Or in the gym. Mm. And apparently you get access to the showers in the locker room. So 
That makes yeah. sense. Because, you know, you need to take care of yourself. So that's just... Yeah. Actually, wait. Day students could probably do that before, too. They could just use... The- that's so creepy to me. How, like... Because <laughs> it's weird because they don't live in the dorms, but yet they could probably go to the dorm and just shower. Wait, that is true. Leave. I've never thought about that. But I don't think oh. anyone would actually <laughs> do that. Okay, now we're going to move on to dining, which is another really exciting aspect. Food. Okay, so apparently um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner will be grab-and-go style, as, you know, they said earlier in the reopening, like, statement thing. And um, dining halls will have multiple serving lines with markings to indicate traffic flow, obviously, because, you know, social distancing. There's no self-serve, and, you know, we just have to all take it, like, you know, it'd be all takeout. So, yeah, yeah that's kind of and- nice. Apparently, you'll be assigned to one of nine 15-meal pickup periods at a specific dining hall in order to minimize the density of the lines. And they didn't really elaborate on that, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. Maybe they'll come up with, like, a sign-up schedule or, like, an app for us to choose times, like a DoorDash or something. But also, you will be able to eat meals under outdoor seating tents on the quads. Or you can eat back in your dorm, but, like... I'm sure most people will opt to eat with friends because, you know, teens. (laughs) (laughs) There's like, you know, dorm dining breakfasts. So dorms will get, you know, breakfast deliveries. The one thing I think is like, I heard there's a college doing this. Um, I don't know where, but I, there's some college doing this. And what they do is you have to like reserve your food. Like you have to like, like reserve the meal that you want to buy before well not necessarily buy but like the meal that you want to have because they could run out yeah of i think that is a possibility so for extra too because i was thinking maybe they'll do like an online ordering app where you order what you want and then the people will um put it onto your plate and then you pick it up almost like a drive through at mcdonald's or something yeah <laughs> that'd be cool McDonald's. yeah and, and it'd be more efficient yeah because then you know people wouldn't go there and be like I want this and then they're like that's not available yeah in addition to dine-in breakfast each week dorms will also have a weekly dorm delivery night basically they'll order stuff from local restaurants for people in the dorm which is so exciting because I love local restaurants at Exeter so much they are like a critical part of your Exeter experience. Like you have not truly experienced Exeter until you have explored all the amazing restaurants downtown. And also the shops. Like they have these the shops of the cutest, most unique yes. things ever. And I'm kind of sad that we won't be yeah. able to go in. But probably, you know, later in the yeah. year we, we will. Because like there's not many places in New yeah. Hampshire. But, we just but to be them. honest, the other day my friend and I were talking about how much it would cost for these dorm delivery nights. Let's say it's because like maybe like this is being very frugal let's say it costs five dollars per person and there's at least like 30 people in a dorm that's 150 dollars um per dorm and there's like what 25 dorms that's a lot of money every week for weekly delivery nights but i don't know the exact financial um details of it so i'm just grateful that we even have this (laughs) Yeah, and I also think it's really nice for the the businesses. Yeah, support too, local businesses. They're probably not getting. Yeah, they're probably not getting many customers yeah. right now because like everyone's staying in their houses. So I mean, it, I think it's really nice because I actually when I went up to Exeter to uh, get my belongings, we my family and I ate at Green Bean because there's not many cases there. And we haven't like eaten at a restaurant. We ate outside, 
and it's actually really nice it was really pleasant it was just us and like this like these two old men in the <laughs> corner with their two dogs um yeah but it was like it was pretty empty like you could go inside as well but there's no one inside and there were only like two people outside yeah. so i mean it's really nice that we get to support them because normally um in normal circumstances most of the students like are the ones that are supporting these local businesses yeah. so i mean they probably had like um what's it called an alumni like yeah yeah probably um extra has these additional offerings which are basically food you can get outside of dining hall hours and a lot of them are funded by donors which we're very grateful for including a pizza truck on tuesdays thursdays and saturdays um we also have a protein tent which is my favorite thing ever like protein tent just sounds so (laughs) funny and it's basically a tent in which they will serve you protein like burgers um there's also vegetarian and hopefully vegan options as well for people with dietary restrictions and grill is still open for like you know snacks and things like that grabbing yes grill grabbing healthy they say healthy snacks (laughs) yeah but they, they say that it will be open um, for light sandwiches and other healthy snacks. So no more getting fries. I mean, Sadly. that's probably not true because Grill probably made a lot of money off of those fries because those fries were really yeah, good. Those fries, bro. Also, they only say between lunch and dinner, which makes me sad because I, I missed Grill um, yes, chocolate croissants. So like, those were like, like breakfast. Cinnamon, like the cinnamon rolls. <laughs> yes, yes. So good. Ooh, that's so delicious. Yeah, yeah but the problem is yeah. not anymore. Okay, now we're going to move on to activity programming, which are like clubs and athletics and things like that. So Exeter actually just sent an email like a few hours ago regarding um, choosing your physical activities. Apparently, they are scheduling specific times that clubs can hold meetings, and you're pretty much not allowed to hold meetings outside of that time period. And the problem is, um, depending on what sport you do or any other commitments you have, it might interfere with these club times. And so you will have to choose wisely what you want to um, do. And so luckily for me, the sport I will be choosing to do does not interfere greatly with the clubs that I'm committed to. And Lara is also going to be doing the same sport as me because she promised like 20 minutes ago that she was. Yeah, now she can't get out of it because this is going on the internet and everyone will hold her accountable. But I honestly, I mean, it's it'll be a little tough for some people because like there, I mean, there are some clubs that are like the big clubs on campus, but I don't think you can go to multiple meetings in one block. Like there's, let's see here, there's, three blocks for like the big yeah big, so the major um, clubs are like, like mock trial mm-hmm. model un debate exonian yearbook and things like that problem with that is that if you you basically can't go to all of those clubs and if you are really committed to some of those clubs that will obviously pose a problem and also in general i think scheduling meeting times for which clubs can meet but also scheduling athletics and music and things like that during those same club meeting times can be very problematic for students who are dedicated to both aspects but yeah it is it it is gonna be like troubling yeah but it looks like they schedule time for affinity groups too and that's i mean i feel like that's kind of important right now because oh yeah totally i don't know i feel like it's important to talk about like you know your own culture with people who understand you better than some other people could 
And it's definitely good to get in touch with that, especially if you're, like, away from home and home is, like, a place where, you you know, you get a lot of that. So yeah, affinity nice. groups are such an important part of the extra experience if you're someone who, you know, is very true to your culture and you want to, you know, embrace your identity and meet different people who also share the same identities and, you know, go through the same experiences as you. And so it's really great that I don't think anything will interfere with those but if if it does, you know, you can work things out. I'm sure, like, they're not going to turn you away, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, next part is student support. Basically, individual psychotherapy or um, crisis management and things like that. All of that will still be going on. You can reach out to them for help. I just believe they will be moving their services to somewhere near the boathouse instead of the health center. Um, the boathouse is, like, it's, like near downtown Exeter pretty much it's like a bit of a walk if you are on south side but it's totally fine basically you ever are still offering all the services they would have during a normal school year yeah. only exception is if you are an international student who is not coming on campus because I think due to license restrictions they can only offer specific services to students actually in the states so yeah all right, so the next part is travel. So basically, this doesn't really concern Angela and I because we're not international students. But essentially, this has a lot of just guidelines um, for like the transportation that they're going to be providing from um, Boston's Logan Airport and also the Manchester Logan um, Regional Airport in New Hampshire. And yeah, they're also p- providing free transport during the breaks and also closes a school but yeah leaving campus you basically can't leave campus you can't go into downtown exeter um this applies to both boarding school boarding students and day students yeah basically yeah yeah. limit your travel as much as possible yeah they'll let us go into like parks and local restaurants um once conditions permit so that probably means you know when cases start um stopping which will probably not be very soon so that's basically the end of the guide we got through everything yeah recreation is just like bikes and stuff and there's really no content to it that's true so yeah Yeah. that's basically the end of the guide um i'm honestly very impressed with how thorough this guide is considering that you know we've only had like a few months to do this yeah that was the first time I read it, and honestly, I'm low-key impressed, and I'm glad that they made, like, such, like, specific, yeah. but also, like, like I don't know, they made a lot of, like, specific changes, and I really like that, because then it'll, like, like, there's a lot of rules that if you, like, even if you, like, it'll just be easier to, like, control and restrict yeah, students because- from getting sick. So I'm hoping so. Because a lot of people have concerns about safety and stuff and have a lot of unanswered questions, especially because if you look across the country, the U.S. is doing a pretty bad job of reopening their schools. And so the fact that Exeter and I'm sure other boarding schools are also doing, they're doing so much to basically leave very little room for anything to go wrong, which is so, so important. Yes, Definitely. Oh, I'm just excited. Me too. To go back. Oh my I'm god, so October third. Right. Yes, that's the day before my birthday. So please wish me a happy birthday if you see me on campus. Please. Yes. <laughs> please do it. I'm kidding. You don't have to do that. 
but uh, it would be nice if you could just. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you have any feedback, just reach out to us on our blog or our Instagram, which is at the podcast. Yes, and if you know you have extra feedback, um, why don't you guys just like go to our recent Instagram post and comment what you think about it? It could be like a few words, a sentence, but comment what you think about um, the reopening, the whole reopening yeah. of Exeter. Or DM us because we really need more friends. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, Bye. see you next time. <laughs>